You're listening to the Employment Rights Online podcast, where we discuss everything employment rights and the job. Hi there. When being bullied at work is the first thought you wake up with, maybe it's time to put your trauma in the right place and take action to make the bullying stop. We will be here when you are ready to do that. This week we thought we would answer a frequent question we are asked which is whether bullies are ever dismissed from their job. We understand why this question is asked, because for many workers we speak to on a daily and weekly basis, for the majority, they feel that no action is ever taken against any bully, including their bully, even when they complain. And when asked, workers say that this sad state of affairs makes them lose faith in their employment rights because they feel as if their workplace bully is in league with their employer and is therefore protected. In response, we understand why it may feel this way, but we also wanted to let you know that there are some employers out there who do dismiss workers for bullying. One such case was heard by a tribunal in April 2022. Now, we've changed some of the circumstances of this case due to the case being a recent case, but everything else is as it happened in the case. The case involved a workplace manager who was a mentor to a recently seconded vulnerable member of staff who was very good at her job but had recently suffered some family issues which had impacted and affected the worker's confidence. And the effect of that was to make it difficult for the worker to deal with confrontation and conflict. The manager was aware of this and was aware of the worker's background and vulnerabilities because the worker had shared the information with her manager. Two years after the worker had joined the manager's team and after both had completed their respective trainings and had both been promoted, the worker complained that she had been bullied and mistreated by her manager over a long period of time and the encounters had made her feel like quitting her job as a lift engineer. The worker did not feel that mediation would change her manager's behaviour and she also didn't feel that it would change the way she felt about the situation and the hurt that had been caused to her. And on that basis she decided instead to put a grievance in about the bullying she had suffered which on more than one occasion had left her feeling belittled and had affected her confidence. The worker's grievance was investigated during which the worker was able to speak about the swearing and bad behaviour she'd had to endure and she also described her manager as unpredictable in that he was okay sometimes but was unpleasant to work with at other times which included acting with a general approach of refusing to help her 
constantly finding fault with her work and constantly swearing and abusing her. The worker also said that she had not confronted her manager because she was worried about the conflict this might cause and was also worried about being further belittled. The worker's grievance was investigated and during the investigation, the employer also spoke to other workers who worked around the worker who was complaining. And those workers, surprisingly, supported what the worker was saying about the treatment she had received from her manager. And we know that that doesn't happen for everyone. Those workers also said that the manager had tried similar behaviour with another worker, but that worker had challenged the manager and the behaviour had stopped. One witness said that the manager treated this worker differently to everyone else because she, the worker, was known as someone who was timid and who would not challenge the treatment she was receiving. When the bullying manager was interviewed, of course, he denied the allegations, although he did say that after his promotion, he did not have as much time to support the worker and could have been a bit off with her when speaking to her. The manager also agreed that at times he could become short, volatile, arrogant and critical, but most of the workers would stand up to him and this would make him change. But the worker in question being known as someone who would not do this, the manager took this to mean that because the worker did not challenge him, he thought he was not causing offence. This didn't go down well with the company at all and the outcome of the investigation was that the manager had bullied the worker and had breached the employer's anti-harassment and bullying policy and on that basis the case proceeded to a disciplinary hearing. At the disciplinary hearing the worker's allegations were presented through the documents and the process and outcome of the employer's investigation. During the hearing, the manager tried to argue that any of his behaviour that had upset the worker had been a joke and had not been meant in a malicious way. The disciplinary hearing officer did not believe the manager and after investigating and hearing all the evidence, the manager was dismissed for breaching the company's anti-harassment and bullying policy. In the manager's appeal, he accused the disciplinary officer of being biased and also said that the employer had chosen to dismiss him for some other historical reason because they didn't like him and also that the sanction of dismissal was unfair because it was too severe and would not have been what the worker who had complained, well, his dismissal would not have been what this worker would have wanted. The manager's arguments were considered at appeal, but after further deliberation, the decision to dismiss the manager was confirmed and the manager was dismissed for gross misconduct in that he had breached the company's anti-harassment and bullying policy. The manager then submitted an employment tribunal claim. In hearing this case, the tribunal applied the Birchall test as a way of proving whether the dismissal was fair. Now, you'll remember we produced a podcast episode about the Birchall test, which is podcast episode 89, 
where we looked at the reasonableness of decisions to dismiss workers. The tribunal employed the same virtual test, the key strands being whether the employer had an honest belief in the allegations against the manager. Then, whether the employer had reasonable grounds to support that belief. Then, whether the employer carried out a reasonable investigation into the allegations against the manager. And finally, given all the circumstances, were the allegations sufficiently serious that dismissing the manager fell within the range of reasonable responses which a reasonable employer could choose. The tribunal also concerned themselves with a fifth strand regarding whether the procedures used by the employer to dismiss the manager were fair. In its adjudication, the tribunal had considered the manager's arguments that others at work had it in for him and therefore the disciplinary officer had not considered his evidence fairly. Here, the tribunal said that there was no evidence of this in the manager's documents which the manager had produced to the tribunal and also in the manager's evidence which he had given to the tribunal. Instead, the tribunal noted that the company's evidence that the manager had breached the company's anti-harassment and bullying policy, that evidence was put to the test through the investigation and had been shown to be fairly tested in that the evidence was that the manager's attitude to the worker had been hostile. At that point, the tribunal reviewed the documents and found that the dismissal had been fair in all the circumstances because the employer had met the Birchall test, which is about ensuring that the dismissal is fair in all the circumstances, irrespective of what the tribunal might have done if it had been in the employer's shoes. So the final outcome of the tribunal was that the tribunal believed the employer had acted fairly in dismissing the manager and said so in their decision, stating, Overall, we have concluded that the claimant's behaviour, i.e. the bully, was sufficiently serious to amount to gross misconduct. That means conduct worthy of dismissal. The tribunal continued, Bullying of a fellow employee is always likely to be serious. In this case, it had occurred over a significant period of time and the victim was a relatively vulnerable individual. Both of these factors make the conduct more serious and the dismissal a reasonable response for the employer to take. Now, We've been in the employment rights field long enough to know that not all cases turn out this way. And the reason this case of bullying was successful, with the bully being dismissed, is because it was backed by the employer. From our experience, however, most cases are not backed by the employer. And because of this, lots of cases of workplace bullying usually end up buried with the victims having to find a way to live with the bullying or these cases end up with the employee or worker having to leave their jobs to get away from the bullying or with the employee or worker being forced out of their jobs by their bully. 
That said, we've brought this case to your attention to demonstrate that it is possible to take action against your bully and for your bully to suffer the ultimate punishment, which is to lose their job. Employment Rights Online is committed to supporting employees and workers to deal with all forms of workplace dispute, including bullying, because sometimes just knowing what to do about the harm you are suffering is enough to encourage you to open that next door and to step into the possibility of taking action to make the bullying or any bad treatment you are receiving to make it stop. And when you are ready, we will be here to help you to decide the next action that you would like to take. Remember, you can find all our support links at the bottom of the show notes for this episode and you can book a consultation with us if you'd like the opportunity to discuss what's happening to you in the workplace. You can find all the links to help you with that in the show notes for this episode. Finally, you can help us by sharing our podcast information with your friends and colleagues and by leaving us a review on iTunes or a rating on Spotify if you like our podcasts. Until next week, have a great Employment Rights Week. Bye for now.